I am just gonna go ahead and try using the webcam here. How about now? So technology with all of this uh, new setup is always fun and I wish I could do that. I don't know, I got a new system uh, right now. Uh, so it's supposed to make things work, but sometimes they don't. I don't know why, who knows? So I know, right, Jill, again, again, all about this normal sound situation. That is ridiculous. Uh, and I'm hoping it doesn't become a thing anymore, but who knows? And whatever reason, the chat so it's not showing up here. So where am my chat supposed to show? All right, whatever the case might be, we're gonna go ahead and continue. If you could hear me, say hello. Okay, there you go. Hi, Royal. Hi, Anna. I'm so glad you guys are here. And also, Valens join us on uh, on Instagram. So is uh, Keith. Oh, hey. Okay. So the first question I got from Instagram, I got here is from Yvette. What is the trend in real estate? Is this still a um, seller's market? Yes, it is still a seller's market. So if some of you guys didn't saw my last thing last week, and also I posted the market update here, uh, as of December 2021, we have 1.3 months of inventory. So that is significantly on the seller side of things. And it's quite, uh, yeah, uh, still seller's advantage. Uh, a lot of homes are still getting multiple offers and they are essentially, um, you know, be able to, um, uh, still have advantage and I know that one of my listing has uh, multiple offers and we are you know above uh, a listing price so that's kind of what's going on right now um, again going back with some numbers uh, from last week um, we are from 2020 to 2021 uh, off 17.3% average sales price to increase and we do not see it um, um, go have any like significant drop it's going to be slowing down because uh, recently we have a, a Fannie Mae that they came up with um, uh, some reporting that showed that there will be some slowdown because mostly it's because uh, we are gonna have buyers being priced out because prices are still going up. Not as crazy as we expected from last year, but uh, inventories aren't necessarily catching up on this current situation. That's kind of where we're at. So, um, all right, let's go ahead and take a look at what other question we got here. Yeah, see, I'm not sure why my messages are not showing. So, all right, we're gonna figure this out again. All right, so I see here from Royal. Hey, Chimei, what's up in the queer community nowadays? Any new news on Pride? So. Pride has uh, been officially been announced uh, by PFLAG here in Roseburg uh, for uh, June 4th. So June 4th is going to be the Pride uh, best, um, uh, Parade, and it's going to be held in downtown. Uh, it's going to be a march, and this time it's, uh, it's going to march all the way down to, I believe, in, um, Maine, which is uh, by where the Elk Lodge and it's going roundabout and back to um, this uh you know, the courthouse. So it's going to start from courthouse, go around, and it's going to be a little bit kind of like a, a vendor booth situation happening. So around 11, they're going to start having those booths set up, and around 1 is when the parade's going to start, and it go a loop around. So 
Um, as far as that goes, uh, that's kind of the prime news that I know. Uh, they are asking about uh, getting people to uh, come out and start vending. Uh, so if you are looking to, uh, you know, start, uh, you know, put a vending booth out there because you have some stuff you would like to sell, a little vent, that, um, you know, contact folks at a PFLAG, uh, they could get you hooked up and getting you set up. So, oh, hey, Todd. Oh, hey, Christina. Thanks for coming. So let's see. How long does it take to get an appraisal? Um, from the time here, so in Douglas County, from the time it's been ordered to when the report comes back, what uh, we've been seeing, and it depends on different appraiser, but the average uh, time right now is about three or four weeks. Uh, with a rush, you might be able to get lucky in about two to three weeks. Uh, but rush is going to be significantly more expensive. Um, those are probably ranging to almost $2,000. Um, so uh, those are what the average uh, time for, uh, turnaround for appraisal here in Douglas County. In Lane County, I've seen those uh, coming back much faster and sooner. And uh, so I have a listing in... Um, in Springfield, and I think that came back within like two, three weeks. Um, so I think so. There's a combination of like the lack of number of appraiser here in Douglas County, and also the number of homes available to compare. So the research for some of um, these homes are uh, are a little bit uh, takes a little bit more, especially if you're looking at properties as acreage. Those are a little harder. So uh, so those are the ones that can take time. Okay. Hello, hey Karma, thanks for joining. And I got here. Hello from Graham. Hey, how's it going? Oh, hey Bobby Lee, thanks for joining in. Oh, you were Graham. Okay, now you're Bobby Lee. Okay, good. I was wondering who's Graham, but it's cool. All right, so what else? All right, so any other question that I might be missing because. The stream chat is uh, being a little weird. Oh, what other things is going on in the queer community? So um, we, some of folks and I are uh, have been doing kind of more like monthly events. Uh, that's something uh, that we're doing. So uh, we did game night uh, back in December. Uh, this month or last uh, Saturday, we did a um, called Big Queer Dinner. Uh, and so... Just uh, slowly, slowly, uh, slowly rolling out some activities. Uh, we do recognize like uh, not every activities everybody could participate and such, but we are just right now kind of testing the field to see what what works for people, what are people interested, and and then just kind of getting idea and just getting the ball rolling. So you know we do recognize that you know right now is not everybody are able to participate or or you know or the word are still slow to get out there. But as things move on and different activities comes up, uh, there will be other ones that comes around. So, okay. Oh, hey, Cruz, thanks for coming in. Uh, so, uh, Karma is underwriting the last thing before a loan clears. Um, yeah. Uh, so, once you get uh, uh, the appraisal done and the value comes out good or whatever negotiating might need to happen, then just go to final underwriting uh, through the um, through the lender. So. That final underwriting could take about three to five days, sometimes even a week, uh, some or two weeks, depending on the lenders. So we just had a appraisal came. Uh, well, actually, I think two appraisal came back this week, and 
and uh, we should be looking to closing next uh, next week for both of them. So, um, so so a lot of time turnaround time is like five days. Uh, I should not expect you know it anything less than a week, um, but sometimes some people does miracle. Who knows? Um, okay. Hannah, oh, hey, do you think the housing market is ever going to crash? Um, do I ever think? Well, it just depends on, you know, the nature of things. So 2008, uh, the market uh, crashed because there were a lot of speculation. Uh, there were also a lot of deregulation in the mortgage mar uh, market. And so there were a lot of loans that were being, um, you know, given out when a lot of the people, uh, the, the buyers weren't actually qualified or able to afford those types of loans. There were also speculation. I know that last summer we had, you know, even right now we have multiple offers. A lot of those are even, you know, prices above listing, uh, but there's has to be a combination of things um, that comes in place, speculation, um, uh, deregulation, and also overabundance of supply in the market. Uh, one, you know, one of the things that happened in 2008, 2009, the overabundance is that when the ones who got loans uh, because of deregulation in, um, in, uh, in the speculation realized that they can't afford the loans, they get foreclosed or they walk away from the home and, and the foreclosure. So what happened in those situations is a lot of these banks, when they foreclosed, they kind of flooded the market with a lot of inventory um so both the foreclosure as well as seller it's like i need i'm underwater i need to get rid of this and that created a you know also abundance of uh, inventory when there are you know when a lot of buyers are pulling back so that uh so it really required a, like a different number of things right now uh, we don't really have a lot of deregulation situation because uh, mortgage are still pretty uh, strict as far as uh, how they lending money out. Uh, inventories are like, again, it's barely over a month of inventory. So um, supply and demand. Uh, so, but, you know, I can't predict what happened in the world. Uh, it could be, you know, anything could be some weird economic situation to uh, an international market crash to politics to war i don't know i can't foresee those issues um in the in the world but anything could crash a market if it's uh impactful enough so all right so what else we got here interesting okay why am i not able to read my stuff here okay Let's take a look I need to change my audience to make it public so everybody can see it. Let me take a look. All right, there you go. Here's all my stuff. All right. Uh, oh, there's a lot of stuff. Okay. Improving credit uh, and then uh, contact. Then I'll be contacting you. All right, Trey. Yeah, get those credit up. I'll be happy to help you out. So we also got... Oh, Cynthia, thanks for coming. There's Erica and Cruz. Okay, what else we got? Uh, what am I, okay, Cruz say, what am I doing for Pride? Um, have a good old gay time. <laughs> um, I don't know, like, so there's there's the parade that's happening. Um, I've been thinking about if I should have a booth, I'm not sure. 
Um, but I think I'm just gonna like, you know, get a group of people and just like really enjoy our time. La uh, two years ago, there was a uh, dance party. So I'm not sure if that dance party is still being held. Uh, so that will be something that, you know, a lot of us will be excited. Um, we might actually even host a queer brunch, uh, either, uh, probably right before uh, the Pride. Who knows? Uh, lots of different things. You might also see me in a rainbow tutu. Who knows? I don't know. You know? So. All right. What else? Hannah, what's your favorite restaurant in Roseburg? And what's your favorite restaurant in the world? In the world. That's a lot. Um, so what's my favorite restaurant in Roseburg right now? Um, so I like, I really like True Kitchen. I really like Oso. Uh, the best taste of India seems uh, to be, you know, one of my newer favorite, uh, newer favorite choice. Um, there's also the Sakura Sushi restaurant that uh, has a really, you know, pretty decent sushi. Um, no offense to Ami, but I try. I went back and tried that recently and I'm realizing that I don't really want to eat my um, arm size sushi right now. Um, but I think, uh, I, you know, they're so, you know, deep in my heart. Um, so I don't have a favorite favorite, but I have a lot of places I would like to eat at. There's also little, little jeans. There's um, lagers sometimes, uh, electric wings, just, just a lot of different options. So, yeah. All right, let's take a look. Um, Carmen said, thank you. All right, Vala, so do you run? If so, uh, can you tell me your most memorable one? And have you done any 10K, 5K? I remember you talking about marathon at one time. Okay, I ran. <laughs> I used to run, and I really want to go back to running. I am a bit out of shape right now, so my running is... Um, hit and miss at best, but uh, so I have done uh, a five k. I done a. Uh, I also have done a half marathon. Half marathon is thirteen point uh, point two point one per marathon. Uh, thirteen point one miles. Uh, so one of my bigger goals uh, to accomplish uh, is to complete a full marathon, which is twenty six point two miles. I believe. Uh, so, and so the 13 point, uh, the half marathon, I did that in Seattle. That was the Seattle rock and roll marathon. It was beautiful. It was awesome. You got like different bands along the path. That was fun. The only thing is they had us, um, started running on, uh, some of the uh, freeway, uh, uh, roads and freeway running on like tarmac or asphalt is not actually really conducive to a runner at least maybe a beginning runner myself so after the half marathon i really had a lot of uh, leg pains after that so so i i had to figure you know what was more so um so i began to start doing more running again uh i i need to probably put myself in situation where i'm running different kind of surfaces to get myself used to everything just in case i'm gonna have to run on a freeway again all right, what do we got here? Uh, what's your favorite Asian style food? Oh, hey, Tawana. Okay, my favorite Asian style food is, so I like spicy, and I'm Chinese. Uh, so Shoshuan um, is uh, uh, Chinese food is uh, one of my favorite. So uh, Shoshuan is actually one region in China, and 
uh, and they predominantly uh, make a lot of like spicy kind of brothy kind of uh, kind of dishes and and one of them uh, that I really love is uh, the spicy boiled beef and it is literally sound uh, like just like that it's spicy it's uh, like almost like a soup and it's beef and uh, so that's one of my favorite type of uh, Asian food but I definitely love all of them I love uh, Japanese sushi I love Korean barbecue I love Indian curry I love uh, Thai uh, pad Thai uh, when it's made right or or the Thai uh, tom yum soup uh, what else can I count there's a lot so uh, Cambodian noodles that my friend Mora makes like uh, or Vietnamese noodle pho, I love that. Um, and uh, a really good bami, a good traditional uh, bami is also something I love. So lots of different options there. All right, what else we got? Oh, hey, Melody, thanks for coming. Uh, yes, I hope your day is good as well. Okay, what's, uh, so Todd asked, what's the best way to build my credits? So. Okay, the best way to build your credit is to, unfortunately, borrow money. Uh, not using a credit card. Um, having some kind of installment loan is a good uh, way to, because if you keep paying that same amount every month, so like a small car payment, and, and never be late, do not ever be late. That is a great way to show like, oh, you're credit worthy, and you're also uh, you know, able to repay that loan back and you keeping it up. Credit card actually like that kind of stuff is unfortunate. Um, if you already have debts, if you already have loans, if you already have credit card debts, then I will start around looking to paying those down. There are different methods. There are methods uh, where you can start paying once with a higher interest, ten, those tends to be credit card, pay those off first because of the high interest, you it's costing you a lot more money. Or there are ones where you have the lowest balance and pay those lowest balance first. So that way, you know, it looks like you're actually getting rid of those uh, line of credit pretty quickly. I would say, you know, whatever works best for your current budget and your current style to do the, uh, whatever works for you. Uh, so, so if you have large debt, start getting those handles. Um, if you have a pretty decent like car loan, uh, things like that, you could keep those, but work on like part of the credit card loan would be the best. If you have collection, try to get rid of those. Um, uh, those are definitely things you want to get on. And then also like, if you look at your credit report and you see that there are things in that credit report from many years ago that's already been taken care of, call um, the people who um, had the, um, where the, where the credit um, was reporting was from or and or the reporting company try to get those uh, off your credit because getting rid of those also is going to be important to help build your credit. So, uh, and if you want some more details on it, especially like, you know, if you want me to help like actually go into detail line my line over your credit report and your financial to kind of help you with strategy to build up your credit, to build your up your fi uh, financing worthiness, contact me. I'll be happy to go through that for you one-on-one. Uh, -on -one. So, all right, what do we got next? Okay, Tawana, do you think if we uh, were thinking of an investment property, should we be looking at multifamily or Airbnb types? Well, it really um, depends on like what you want to do. Airbnb types, 
you know, you're going to want to make sure you have some kind of uh, cleaning service because otherwise you're going to be doing the cleaning service. Uh, you probably want to make sure you have some kind of manage manager uh, because otherwise you're going to be dealing with the people. Unless you are excited and happy on a gracious host and you don't mind cleaning after people, then Airbnb and do it yourself. Uh, as far as multifamilies, it's also the, uh, then you have similar, uh, you have different problems. Um, you have, uh, you know, you're looking at uh, making sure like, you know, you have enough investment to, uh, for the rentals, you gotta have tenants, spending, credit uh, application, maintenance and such. But the great thing about uh, multifamily or long-term rental is they look, they're renting a long time. And so they, you don't you know, have to clean after them or, or do anything like that every time. Um, a lot of time your leases could be month to month, six months, year, and there is some other protection and you know, all that. Airbnb, you go, you know, the great, the good thing about that is you go probably be able to charge a lot higher uh, than you were if you were doing a long-term rental. So like, let's say a rental is typically, let's say just, just a hypothetical, a thousand dollars per month. But you could probably charge, uh, you know, depending where you are in what what this is, uh, what kind of situ uh, situation of Airbnb you're doing. Are you doing a room, house, whatever? So, uh, some of these rooms go up to like a hundred dollars a day. So if you think about, it, you're able to just do like, you know, twenty days out of the month, two thirds out of the month. That's two thousand dollars. So so there's like kind of like a thousand dollars versus two thousand. But there's a little bit more work here. So it just depends what works for you and how you want to deal with this. So, and also what kind of investment you're looking to, you know, uh, like Airbnb, you can kind of do it like your house or like if you have like an extra room or extra, um, you know, ADU, accessory drilling units, you could do that and don't necessarily put a lot of investment in it. You know, you kind of do a little, could do a little bit of here, or you might want to buy like a duplex apartment and things like that. So. So different investment, different problem, different benefits. So, uh, so where are we at? Okay, Cruz, we just left Seattle for a weekend. What was your favorite restaurant in Seattle? That was so many years ago. I don't remember. I'm just gonna be honest. I don't remember. I, I remember going there. We ate a bunch of spaghetti and pasta uh, to get our carbon for the, uh, uh, for the uh, marathon, and I ran. I got tired. I went somewhere to eat, and then I went home. I, I, no, yeah, and that was so many years ago. So you know, less all of this many years ago. So, all right. So what else we got? Uh, okay, Bella. Hey, I'm going to Eugene to hike with some friends. What's a good place to eat? Uh, there, post hike. I'm totally lost on where to eat there. Well, maybe you got. You might want to tell me, like, what do you, what kind of food you're looking for? Are you looking for sushi? Are you looking for Vietnamese, Chinese? Uh, are you looking just casual dining? Uh, there's a vegan place, so you might give me a little bit more information, Valley. Give me a little bit more information. Help me out here. So, all right. Uh, next, Laura. Uh, oh. Yeah, I hope this is some good advice for you. Yeah, if you have any questions, just come ask me. You know, uh, my information is open and ready, and just uh, come check me out. So, all right. 
eat at Hop Valley Brewing or yeah, Cornbread Cafe. That's the place when I was talking about the vegan place. Cornbread Cafe is amazing. So if you're looking to do a vegan style food and a little bit it's kind of like southern hometown kind of meal, that's a great place to go. So never been to Hop Valley Brewing, uh, so maybe we'll check that out. Um, Christina, actually, what would you recommend at the Hop uh, Valley Brewing? So may I put that in the chat. Maybe uh, you can share us, uh, let us know what, what to get there. All right, Todd, thank you. Thanks for coming. All right, we're starting a new business. We're trying to figure out if we register our business like a LLC or S Corp. What would you recommend? And do you know the difference? Um, well, it depends on are you, like how, how many people is involved, what kind of business you're doing, what, uh, like what you're looking to do as long in the future, because it's not just establishing one time, you kind of want it like future plan. So uh, there is the LLC, it uh, could be any kind of structure and it's just limited to a certain liability. S Corp are very limited because it's, it's literally intended for small business and are treated kind of almost like a partnership sometimes. Um, I don't know all the detail, but you know what? Let me go ahead and Google this. Um, S Corp versus LLC. So let me make sure I give you the right information here. Okay. Uh, so Investotopia sounds like a good website to check out. So let's see what they say. Uh, if my computer decides to work, that would be a good idea. All right. So that one's taking forever. So we're going to go to Zoom Legal. Zoom Legal said, okay. So what is an LLC? LLC is a limited liability company. It's a legal destination that can protect small business owners from uh, personal liabilities in uh, op uh, business obligations. So LLC owners are non's members. Uh, there's single members and there's also multiple members. And owner employees are uh, of the LLCs are considered self-employed. So they are taxed similarly to sole proprietors or partnership. So, all right, let's take a look at S Corp. S Corp is classification that can protect small business assets and dual double taxation and a S corp utilize pass through taxes, uh, meaning the owners claim a share of the company profits on their individual tax return. So hmm, it's a it's a share situation. So you might be able to do more, do less. Uh, this ensures profits uh, are double tax, once under the corporation and again under the owner. So. Uh, to make sure that you don't under tax on this. So the difference. Okay. So the difference is um, in S Corp, the owners can be hands off and take salary as a company employee, whereas LLC can be hands off or participate in organization management. Typically, S Corp is 100 uh, people or fewer owners, must be U.S. citizen in U.S. based or U.S. based trust. Um, LLC, unlimited owners with no restriction on classification or nationalities. 
So um, here's some basic. So anyway, um, we're already halfway through the show. I do want to pause for a quick moment. Uh, I know that uh, we have the escort question and it's more detailed. Uh, be happy to send you that information and kind of get more detail on it. But I do want to take a quick pause. The reason being is I have an exciting announcement. So starting next week, at the end of uh, every, so the last Wednesday of each month, I am going to, whoever can uh, participate in the show, right on Instagram, YouTube, or Facebook. And when I say participate, I mean, you ask a question. I am going to take the names of all those individuals who participated. And on the first Wednesday of each month, I am going to do a raffle and announce the winner of a $25 gift card. And for the first gift card that we're going to be announcing on the first Wednesday of next month, it's going to be $25 from Bluebird Pizza. So, oops, upside down. Ha! Yeah, so from Bluebird Pizza. So, I'm not going to count today, but I'm glad that we have so many people participated. But for the 13 of you and for the ones who's uh, on Instagram and also YouTube, tell your friends and remember to come next week, next Wednesday live, and make sure you join in and participate and get a question in. And at the end of that, I'm going to take all the questions uh, from people and whoever and all the names of people who um, ask a question. And on the following Wednesday, and I will announce who gets the $25 gift card. And this is going to happen every month. So every last uh, Wednesday of each month, I'm going to get all the ones who participated. So if you're going to show up, that's the time you want to show up. And then the following week, the following Wednesday, I will be announcing the winner. And it will be a different uh different small business that uh, from here in uh, Douglas County. And um, most likely it's gonna be restaurants. Uh, so those who ask like one of my favorite restaurants, you might actually try some of them. So Bluebird Pizza is actually one of my also uh, favorite restaurants. Uh, forgot to mention it, of course. Anyways, so, so when you participate next week, you might become the winner of this gift card. So just wanna plug that in before we move forward. So, all right, let's go ahead. And, all right, let's take a look here. Instagram got some questionnaire. I just want to make sure I, uh, so how often should I worm these goats? I don't know, once a year? So let me see, how often do I worm goats? Okay, based on a quick Google search, it is very important to deworm the goats approximately three weeks after rain that breaks a drought. So, sounds like it's good practice to inspect your goats every two weeks and only deworm those that need it. So, there's a lot of different options. So, there's uh, after the rain, um, you should check to see if they have worms and then deworm them. Um, you should check every three months during the cooler weather or at least once a month during the hot weather. So I hope that, uh, you know, helps, uh, Yvette. So another question, Bobby Lee asks, can you show us your new shrine? Oh, I'm still working on that, but, uh, so, uh, I can't pick up the camera. So, but you know what? I'm going to put it all 
my page. So I will uh, take a picture of it. I will put it on my Facebook and Instagram, and you guys will be able to see my new shrine. So, Shushi Colossus, uh, can you show us your awesome new computer? I can also show you pictures, but you know, these cameras, they don't get to move very often. So I'm just saying, yeah, but I will get you some pictures. So check out my story and check out my Facebook and Instagram posts and you can see some of them. So, all right, I'm gonna go over here. Yes, I got like a whole setup of like all these chats and stuff going. Um, see what is going on here on the Facebook world. So, all right, okay. Janine said, what type of music do you like and name some of your favorite artists? All right. Um, so I grew up in Oakland, California. That means I grew up with hip hop and rap, especially from the 90s. So I, um, I don't listen to music very often because... I don't know, just not a like a thing that I super follow, and it does. But when I do, I like hip hop. I like rap. I like um, uh, some of the. I guess they call it alternative, adult alternative, and uh, there's also. Uh, see, I don't know the genre. I don't know her, but I know that I have a Spotify list, and when I actually care to listen, there's some stuff in it. So. Here, let me see if I could pull up what on my Spotify. Oop, I just turned off um, Instagram, apparently. So let's not do that. Uh, Spotify. What music do I have here? Okay. I'm going to take a look at Spotify to see what kind of music I have in my supposed uh, programs. And I could tell you what music that when i do listen to music what comes up so so i have this list called level up yes yeah, so whenever like i work out or or just you know want to get pumped up for something i get on it so there's eminem dmx snoop dogg kanye west e40 um usher pitbull there's full rider i like I just listen to like music, they just come. I don't know, you know, everybody. Uh, this Pink, this Kid Rock, Lady Gaga, apparently Maroon 5, Christina Aguilera. There's Sweet Home Alabama, Mary J. Bly, Moby. Like, I got, it seems a pretty variety. So I apologize. I don't know how to name what music I like. I just like whatever that sounds good. So. All right, what else we got? How about a soul food place in Eugene? Okay, soul food place. Um, the Cornbread Cafe, to me, and I, I might be wrong. I'm not saying like I, I, I know, like there might be other ones that are better that I have not found. But Cornbread Cafe feels like the closest to soul food that I have experienced in that area. Again, I could be wrong, and it could be a better soul food, and this is a vegan uh, place. And so, but that's so far what I've experienced and seems really good. But you know what? 
Carmen, since she asked that question, I might go ahead and Google and Yelp it and find out. And I'm going to get a taste of it and let y'all know how it goes. So, all right. <laughs> Tawana, love that you look stuff up. Like, yeah, you know, that's the whole part of Ask Chi Anything. I don't know all the answer, but I know how to Google and I know how to look stuff up. And that's the thing also like being, a uh, you know, as a realtor is that being resourceful is really important and be able to um, be, uh, find the answer that for your client, even whether you know it or not, as quickly as possible. And that way you can give them this, this information to make those decisions. So uh, let's go ahead. We plan to, okay. I do like, yeah, we love sushi and Korean food. Uh, there is a Korean barbecue place uh, in Eugene for less than $30. I get to eat a lot of meat for two hours. And trust me, I make it worth it. The twenty at the thirty bucks. So if you like the name, I don't really know how to say the name right now. But if you want the name, message me or put it on my Facebook, and I'll get you that information. So, all right, Laura. So yay! I grew up in Southern California. I still love hip hop and rap. Yeah, like they still good. Like Snoop Dogg's E Forty, Tupac, all the stuff. Like that's what I grew up with. And it's weird, especially growing up as an immigrant child who actually don't speak English at the time, but like, oh, this is fun. Let me try to figure this out. So, um, okay, Caitlin, metal music get you pumped up? Um, yeah, doesn't it get any, everybody pumped up? Like, I would, I would think so. So, you know, it gotta be a good, good one though, some good rhythm. Oh, I, um, I also like, Lincoln Park, Ever Essence, uh, Maryland Madison, Skipknot, Disturb, all kind of stuff. So, um, yes, um, just something that's good for whatever the mood is. Like, I don't always know what they are, but yeah, that's how it works. Um, okay, what else we got here? Thank you. Yes, thanks, uh, Anna, and also Karma. All right, let's see. Who? I'm just checking to make sure who else here. Okay, Kaylin, what brought you to Douglas County? What brought me to Douglas County? Well, uh, I fell in love. Uh, I so my former partner uh, lives in Oakland, Oregon. When I was deciding to move to Oregon. And specifically in Southern Oregon, I went and searched, uh, I was searching for land specifically. And that was back in the days when Craigslist was still like a thing. And I, I have a friend who was like, oh, you're moving out there. I'm moving out in Portland area. I go check out the dating site. I'm like, and, and my mind wasn't even like a thing to like think about dating at that time. I just like want to move to Oregon because I want to buy land. I want to live in a you know, more peaceful area. So while I was on Craigslist, I looked on the personal ad back in the day. They were a personal ad at that time. And I looked into the Women for Women uh, section, and there were a lot of very disappointing ads. And one, but there was one that was really good. And, and that actually had words in paragraph. Because the other one were very much like, hey, come sleep with 
my wife and my husband in like no. Um, but there was one that actually had words, has paragraph, and was very, um, you know, intentional. And so I communicated uh, with my former partner, uh, Royal, and uh, we met that way. And she lives here in Oakland, uh, Oregon. I actually live in Oakland, California. So it's kind of weird, interesting, serendipity kind of things. And uh, so I came to visit her, saw the Amcot Valley, saw the different things, and really fell in love with the area. Um, so I decided to stay in the area, not just because of her, but because the Umpqua Valley is just amazing, just beautiful. And that's also why I decided to continue to stay, even though a relationship didn't work out. So, um, but it's beautiful and we're still friends. So, you know, no hard feelings. So anyway, um, I know me living on the coast of Oregon, then moving to Fresno was a culture shock. What was your impression of this place? Uh, and this is from Caitlin. Um, I guess it is a culture shock per se, but I'm also like, I, I'm, I'm good, the kind of person that like, I know where I'm at and I, you know, meet people. So, okay, let's back up a little bit. So in 2009, so over 10 years ago now, I did a massive road trip across the country for, uh, for four months. Essentially, I just went driving and drive across the country and end up at different places. I camped. Uh, back in the days, we had couch surfings. I sometimes slept in my cars and just met a lot of different people. Through that experience, I kind of learned to you know, that the, the world, at least United States, is not just California. It's not just San Francisco. It's not just Oakland. It's not like, you know, a bunch of uh, people and shops and, you know, and, and different things. So when I moved out here, I kind of like, I knew that I was moving to a place that it was, uh, you know, I won't be able to see a lot of people like myself. Uh, there are not as abundant of diversity here um, but I also know that what I'm seeking is not just that it is you know a more peaceful life um, more opportunity to be able to um, take care of myself and in different ways because um, why I love uh, the the Bay Area San Francisco Bay Area and Oakland uh, especially the food and my friends and my mom's still there um, I was getting uh, um, overwhelmed uh, by the busyness and the chaos and and it's just the way of also how people were connecting with each other. And I see that in other places, like even here, the way people connect with each other are deeper or, you know, they get your back. Um, I My first experience to really see like how community come together was doing the UCC shooting. It was a very tragic moment, but it also really see how when the community comes together, yeah, they really do. And and I, that's one of the reasons, and one of many reasons why I decided to stay here. And as far as culture shock, um, I think I just was ready for the change. So it didn't feel shocking to me because I kind of knew what I was getting into, so. Okay, um, Tawana, if you could change one thing about Oregon, what would it be? Um, Better food, like 
I've been to Portland. I don't think there's definitely better food than I what I have experienced in California. Um, like that's one thing. Um, I'm not gonna dive into politics because that's not a uh, area of expertise that I am familiar, or nor do I really want to have that conversation here. Um, uh, because you know it's just different. Um, maybe like more diversity. Like it is um, a pretty um, white count, um, state, and it would be nice to have uh, a bit more diversity of different culture. Of different type of people of also different like uh, identities and one thing i know for me have been hard is that and i uh, and especially other people in the queer community is if feeling the strong isolation of like you know you might just you know feeling like you are just that only one person or that few people here in this state or in this county that are just who you are and so I guess diversity is, but I don't want to say diversity because I also don't like the idea. It's just like, I just add more number of these kind of people in it because that's not, you know, really how relationship works either. Um, I'm more about like, you know, building connection and building relationship and just adding number. It's not, it uh, doesn't work for me. So it's a, it's a deeper question that maybe we can answer on another time. Or, you know, you want to have dinner with me, come to one of my, uh, you know, the big gate, the big queer dinner, and we could have more conversation about that. You know, or came, come to game night. Yeah. And you do not have to be queer to come, but it is a safe space for queer folks. So just saying, so you know. Uh, all right, let's go here. Sherms or Walmart? Really? Cruz, no, ask that question. Of course, it's Sherms. Sherms. Um, Tawana, stealing Cruz Morano's idea. Coffee or tea? Tea. Tea. All the way. Tea. I am 14, and the idea of like drinking something that's gonna make me shorter, no. And also, I love tea. Um, nothing sweet in it, though. I'm not about the sugar or the honey and stuff. I want just, or even the fruity stuff. I just want straight up herbal tea, you know, something that's just like, really cleansing and really just like feels feels very medicinal for me so all right um hi chi uh chi Mei. i'm currently in a laboratory doing science experiment what's the half-life of boron all right Vala. i will go ahead and google that let's go and find out what is the half-life of boron and also, if you are in a science uh, in the lab doing science experiment, maybe you need to catch up on some of the science uh, information. So, uh, because I am not a scientist, very clear about it. Okay, so it has a half life of three point five times ten. The dash on the top twenty two. Okay, somebody to explain this thing to me. So. Okay, it twenty two point twenty milliseconds. So is that fast? Uh, so literally, as I'm talking, it's already half life already. I guess that's. Hope that answer your question. Um, so. 
All right. I, Janine, I see a kitty. Where is your gigantic sweet dog? Underneath the desk. Um, and I'm hoping she doesn't knock off the cameras. So they're right here. Um, no, actually, am I able to move this down? I don't know. Let's see. Can you see? Right there. Right there. These two. These two are just right there. So, all right. So, yep. Oh, hey, you see the two heads? Yeah, that's what I got. All right. What else we have here? <laughs> yes, Tawana, answer that question. I don't know what that, how to even say it properly. <laughs> okay, the best answer is grocery outlet. Uh, yes, it depends. Because I, so Caitlin, I, I like grocery outlet, but they don't have everything I want. So it's uh, a little hard to say, you know. But I know that I like grocery outlet, for some of the natural foods. Um, they have a weird and wide selection of natural foods. And also if you look into like doing keto or vegan or organic, they have some really cool stuff. Um, I guess it's just like maybe stuff that they weren't able to sell in other stores, so. Okay, let's see. We got seven more minutes. Let's get this going. Okay. Uh, Tawana, 3.5 times 10 to negative 20 second power. Oh, hey, yeah, that's the half-life of Brian. That is way better English than I can do because I don't even know how to read um, half-life math. Is that what it's called? I don't know what it's that. So, all right, uh, Violet's replying to Caitlin. Honestly, this is a great answer. Lots of unique stuff. <laughs> okay. Um, hey, I loved all the engagements here. All right, Bobby Lee, what do, what do you got here? So do you know any martial arts? I had at one point learned um, Kung Fu. Do I remember? No. Uh, I do have uh, had, uh, was it six or eight weeks of... Um, self-defense training and I somehow was the one person that knows how to kick a big dude's ass really well um, and it was uh, with um, uh, uh, it was like a woman's only class and and I and um, a lot of folks because uh, as you know women body folks uh, there are a lot of traumas when it comes to attacks and such like that. And uh, so in that training, they were training, but then at the end of the, the course, we get to like, you know, experience real life attacks. And uh, and I seem to really do a good job kicking some ass, whereas other folks do too, but they just, uh, um, not as um, elegant in the ass kicking apparently, so. Uh, what sh uh, we should spar spare spar with love and kindness. Really? Um, yeah, maybe. It's been a while, but yeah. You want to teach me some self defense? I would love that. Because um, yeah, my it's been a minute, and I uh, 
you know, we do need some self-defense and some some martial art classes that's kind of a little more street. I kind of like the more street version of martial arts. So, and yes, with love and kindness. Maybe. So, all right. Well, what else we got here? All right, Janine. So I'm selling my rental home the end of March. I know you're a realtor, but what do you think of Redfin? Um, well, they go just, you know, charge your age uh, for fee um, and pretty much let you handle everything. And it's pretty much like a for sale by owner. So Redfin, it's great for places like the cities where, you know, you got to have a lot you know, a lot of buyers, you can have a lot of things. And sorry, my dog is literally leaning against the camera. So sorry, the movement. Um, Daisy. Uh, but again, Riffin. Um, so this is what I'm going to say. When it comes to one of your biggest decisions in life, are you looking to just kind of go on a discount and use a discount, you know, professional and just kind of, you know, really mostly take care of the stuff yourself? Or do you want to really have a true professional handle your situation for you? Take care of about 80 to 90% of that stress for you. Because um, I could tell you for a fact, and that those who try to sell the home, and I even have a client who recently had me sell the home, that when you try to use these services that are like low fees or discounted, what they are dealing with is more of a headache than it is, you know, and the cost of that headache might not be worth what you actually saving. So like, yeah. And also here's some statistic too. In, um, in comparison to, and I could dig a little bit more deeper in some information, but there's been no statistic that in comparison to a for sale by owner, especially those who are using Redfin, Zillow, whatever the platform is, you know, or even one of those like discount broker that like, hey, give me $500 and I'll put on, on the RMLS for you for free, um, you know, for $500. When you use a realtor, despite you might be paying a higher percentage commission, you tend to get a higher percentage of a net uh, profit for yourself. And I, from what I remember, the um, the percentage, and I can't, don't call me on this right now, but because I need to double check that. But from what I remember, it's about five to ten percent. Some are even twenty percent of additional more profit when you use a realtor, and that's net profit. Net profit is after you pay the commission, pay the fees, and everything. So, yeah, like I'm, you know. You get to choose whatever you want, but I could give you a testimonial from clients as well as statistic that while these services sounds great, they might not necessarily get you the money and the service and the support that you need when it comes to uh, selling a house. So if you wanted to sit down and talk with me, I'd be happy to lay out my marketing strategy, you know, my communication strategy, all that stuff. And I won't be butthurt if you decide to go right fit. But I'm also going to be real with you. And you're going to have somebody here that's going to hold your hand, that's going to make sure you are taken care of. And Redfin, good luck with the customer service, wherever they are. 
you know, um, and they they go just you know they go charge you fee and that's it. But I don't think they go take care of you like the way that a local realtor like myself is going to. And also, we are expert in this community, so that's what I gotta say. Um, uh, Tawada, Bobby Lee is a brown belt. Oh, nice. Don't don't kick my butt. Um, uh, gotta go to Sherms as always. This is awesome. Next time, uh, Josh, uh, Joshua watches you ask kick for you. <laughs> Not all the time, eh? you know. So, and Janine, bigger profit is the right answer that helps. All right, so that sounds like it. We are seven o'clock. So, I'm gonna go ahead and wrap up. And again, next week is the time to really participate and really join because you will be. Uh, put on the list for the raffle for the $25 gift card at Bluebird Pizza. So until then, I'm signing off and I will see you next week. Bye.